rush up that left wing side for Kulik. And that got away from Kulik. Now played up ahead. Dylan Gunther comes in with Wah. Joshua Wah for Gunther in front. He scores! Dylan Gunther edges it in overtime. It's a moment 20 years in the making here on the East Coast. A golden night in Halifax. Excellent call last night right here on TSN 1050. More importantly, Canada winning gold, World Juniors in Halifax, beating Czechia 3-2. Joining us now, morning host at TSN 1200, and also did just a great job covering the World Juniors. It is Sean Simpson. Sean, thanks so much for joining the show today. No, no problem, brother. Uh, good talking to you. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, we we always fall into this trap in the media of whatever we're watching. This is the best. This is the greatest. We have the yeah. all-time conversations and debates. So how about yeah. this? How about this? This yeah. tournament gave us everything we wanted and needed when you consider yeah. bubble juniors, no fans, canceled juniors, summer juniors that did not get as much attention as it probably deserved, and... Mm-hmm. And all of that eventually leads to this incredible two weeks in Halifax. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And then not forgetting the Hockey Canada portion of yes, it. Yes, and the really Hockey Canada, re- yes, yeah, absolutely. No, no, it was, a, it, was a, it was a relaunch. Like, it really was. And, again, from a tournament perspective, uh, it was good right from the start and the fact of the crowds, the crowds both in Halifax and Moncton. But there's no doubt that we didn't expect what was going to happen against Slovakia and the fact they won. We had James Boyd on this morning, basically, I was joking, hey, you lose that game, you get sacked before you leave the tournament. Coach, general manager, all fired. You win it. You end up beating the United States, and you win the gold medal. It really was an incredible showcase. And I think the big thing, Matt, when you watch this is it's just, to me, amazing. And one of the reasons we see so many kids come to the NHL at a young age, the level of the hockey is so darn good. And I'm so appreciative now of everybody on that ice. Just just what a good hockey player they are and how ready so many of them are to step in the National Hockey League either next year or the following year. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm watching that and going, okay, let's see. There's nine guys drafted in the first round. Oh, that guy was in the second. That guy was in the second. Oh, there's Bedard. He's going to go number one overall. Yeah, You're absolutely yeah. right. Also, speaking of the tournament, use the word doubt. The tournament started with Canada losing and then Canada going overtime and the United yeah. States being up to nothing and last night going in overtime. It's, it's, it's one of the things that it, now that Canada won the gold, I can say this. Uh, I was cowardly last night wishing for a 10 nothing game. But the fact that, you know, that a lot of these games were in doubt kind of added. Uh, and then we, what we saw with the United States game yesterday against Sweden is that, you know, that it wasn't as predictable as some past tournaments have been. No, and you go back to the Slovakia game, or go back to the first game of the tournament. Canada's playing great. The Brand Clark goal is disallowed. All of a sudden, it turns. They end up losing that game. Slovakia, they played great. But at the end of the day, the Slovakian goaltender stood on his head. But when Milic was able to make saves, that was your basic storybook you know, ending where it should have been an upset. But it wasn't. Then you move forward to the United States. And as you said, down 2 nothing, But they're able to rally back. And then you look at last night. When they were up 2 nothing. got to be honest with you, I didn't feel there was much of a threat in the third period. I kind of went back to the St. Louis-Boston series when St. Louis went up in Boston Game 7. It was kind of like, hey, let's just run the clock here. They're not going to be able to score. Felt the same way. And then all of a sudden, they're down. You know, it ends up being 2-2. And the beautiful 
difficult part for Canada when they face the adversity. And I think last night was a bit of a blessing to have the overtime where you had a, an intermission, you redid the ice, they could kind of regroup. Because I think from the Czechia side, had you not, they probably would have won that hockey game. But they found a way, they won. And from Connor Bedard to Milic to the entire group to the crowd, honestly, it was a dream world junior. And I was fortunate enough to be scouting 20 years ago watching it. And that was a hell of a junior as well. But it certainly ended with uh, Russia beating Canada in the final. You know, let's go there for a second. You sort of touched on it, Sean, just about why so many younger NHL players, uh, how many play, how there's younger players in the NHL making meaningful yeah, yeah. contributions. How different is the is uh, how different is the overall play now versus when you were scouting twenty years ago? Is there is there some tangible oh. skill or is there something you can point to? And go, wow, this and this and this is way better than what it was twenty years ago. Well, absolutely. And I go back, I was fortunate to play in the World Junior 87. You just look at the conditioning side of it, and certainly something that we look at as a negative is a year-round hockey player, the year-round sports person. But for the specialized athlete that goes on to play professionally, that's the way you do it now. We watch the level of soccer, basketball, any sport on the planet's never been better and from a hockey perspective, I wouldn't recommend it for everybody, but for the best athlete, they're just quite simply more mature. They're more ready physically. And then the other thing that's kind of nice in the National Hockey League is there's been a little bit of a move, or not a little, a lot move from having to be massive, having to be this big, strong guy that's going to take a long time. We are now looking at speed and skill, puck possession. And you watch Connor Bedard, you know, how would you have felt about him 25 years ago at five foot nine? Yeah. So I think a lot of factors here have come into play and then they are just so much more prepared and I think from a global level although we have less hockey countries um, the highest end of Canada the United States Russia Sweden Finland now getting back to Czech Republic and Slovakia there's just so many players coming into this young, uh, such a young age that this has made it incredible. It, it really has. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Just uh, you, You're seeing these other countries that before weren't as competitive, and now there's a lot of them that can beat any team on any on any given night. We're joined by Sean Simpson, morning host of TSN uh, 1200, and again, anchoring the coverage here on TSN Radio for the World Juniors. Um, Connor Bedard. Yesterday he said, uh, "I don't want to. I don't want to talk about me. This yeah, is about the tournament." Yeah. And by the way, yeah. what an incredible quote! Like, let's just start there. This it guy was, is yeah. seventeen years old. If if you if I didn't see his face, I just read that transcript. I would assumed it was someone much older. I mean, just the maturity that he has on the ice and off the ice is remarkable for someone so young. Yeah, it really is. And, you know, you think of how humble that Crosby and McDavid, I think Eric Lindros is a bit of a different animal, but you obviously see what his father, his background, his ability to kind of settle him down. And I do think at times he's a little bit prepped, but in a good way. And it had been, and I can only imagine, and it's a short tournament, but when you go through that early press stuff, it was so much of you come to a team like Milich, and Milich just had a great game. They're like, what do you think of Connor Bedard? And they're fine with it. They recognize he's the star of it, but it is really nice for the rest of the group to really understand that. He could have basically made that his show yesterday. He didn't want to. He made wanted it to be about his team, wanted it to be about Canada. And boy, oh boy, the you know, sincerity of that coming through, it really was a beautiful quote after just one of those tournaments where you kind of expected another sport. Maybe they hoist him on their shoulders and carry him off the ice, and it's all about Connor, and that's not what it was at all. It was a tremendous celebration post-game of Canada and Hockey Canada and just celebrating with the fans. That was, a, I think, just an absolutely magical moment. 
Yeah, it was. It, it was incredible. Uh, Dylan Gunther, the, the, between him and Joshua Waugh on that overtime winner, <laughs> Shane yeah, Wright. Yeah. I mean, the great thing, I'm, I'm so glad Shane Wright got that moment. Um, Seattle is sending him back down, and I, you know, I yeah. can't, I can't tell you everything about you know what's going on the forward position for the Seattle Kraken. But I'm, I'm just so happy for Wright that he got that moment in the sun because he's got a, a long journey ahead of him. But at least for one moment, he got to be a star. Yeah, and not only that, but you know what? What is crazy about building these kids up? Then we break them down, and it's not necessarily breaking them down personally, but his whole last year and leading up to the draft and end up being the fourth pick overall really turned into a negative. And I'll be honest, from my side, seeing him play a lot of times, I'm trying to figure out what he is. But he has taken this head on. I think going to Seattle was the best thing that could ever happen to him versus going to Montreal. Yep. And he scored a beautiful goal. He played a bunch of minutes. It's a celebration now. Let's hope he gets straight to the auto 67. And I don't even mean that locally, but I just mean they're a good program. It'd be fun to watch them. Uh, but I, you could see this, is that this was perfectly handled. And I've mentioned this also many times, and I know we're on Toronto radio, nobody cares, but I just can't understand what the Montreal Canadiens are doing with Lefkowski. Like, I don't understand why you wouldn't go and experience that and yeah. play in that quarterfinal game. And you're kind of just sitting there. The whole idea for these kids is underage. You allow them some time in the NHL. Then you make a decision world junior okay and then you make a decision do you bring them back or do you send them back to junior and for Shane Wright I just hope he goes to a real good team I hope he has a great year and got to be honest with you, I'm really cheering for him because it, again he was built up for so long and it's almost like he did something wrong and I do wonder what factor COVID had lots of other factors with him and I, I just wish him nothing but the best in the future well let's end with this and we're not going to do the hype train we're not going to do any of that yeah, just have yeah, a calm yeah. rational conversation about yeah. Connor Bedard, what's so, yeah. eventually he's going to go back and he's going to he's going to do well, uh, and then eventually he'll yeah. get drafted yeah. number one overall. What sort of impact could he have in the first year? Do do you see him as someone that can have you know a, a meaningful impact in the in his first, in his rookie year in the oh. NHL? Oh, I, I think he can. You know, I, I'm a little guarded, and I know this is crazy because I always look at the World Junior competition. Then I look at the tape of he and Kane and, and McDavid and Crosby, and I'm like, my God, he just looks like them. Now, I'm curious, and I would if I drafted him, I'd put him into center ice right away. We see here with Otto and Tim Stutzla. But I worry a little bit about the size with the outside thing. But you get into comparisons, and I said Kucherov. Well, is Kucherov, uh, you know, a, a, you know, a, a, a generational player? I don't know, but he's a hell of a player. Is he Sidney Crosby? Again, I'm a little hard-pressed to say that right now, or even McDavid, but is he going to make an impact right away? Absolutely. And one of the things that a young player, and I go back to Joe Sackick as well, it's not the worst thing to break on a bad team, move to the middle, put up a bunch of points, not worry about your plus-minus. So, oh, without a doubt, he's going to hop to a team, make a difference. And uh, outside of Canada, the World Junior isn't as big, but it's getting bigger. And the one thing you're going to have is a tremendous mark tool. So if it's Chicago Blackhawks, Arizona, they kind of go down the list. You've got a guy that's going to come in, very mature, good-looking fella. And yeah, I think from day one, he's going to be a hell of a hockey player. Yeah, no, and see, that is an excellent, rational, logical conversation. <laughs> and now yeah. I'll say, after losing two in a row and three of the last four, it's time for the Maple Leafs to tank for Connor Bedard. <laughs> we'll do that next. No, I'm just kidding. Hey, Sean, yeah. really appreciate excellent work, and uh, I wish you all the best, and we will chat soon. And uh, and uh, I hope you have a night off. You know, just yeah. go and relax. No, thanks very much, brother. Just quiet Friday, and uh, Happy New Year, and we'll chat soon. Absolutely. Take care. Happy New Year. That is Sean Simpson from DSN 1200.